0: Praise the Lord. You may be seated and then give five people some high five and tell them you are welcome to church. Thank you, Lord. I mean, tell the person glory to God, glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Jesus is wonderful. Hallelujah. Now lift your two hands toward heaven. Two hands toward heaven. I want you to lift up your voice in prayer that, Father, I'm ready tonight to receive insight into your word. I'm ready tonight to receive insight into your word. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. All right. You may be seated. Mark chapter number six. Verse five. Praise the name of the Lord. Mark chapter number six. I'm talking to you about the ministry of laying on of hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Mark chapter six. The emphasis is on verse five, but then let's begin from verse one. And he went out talking about Jesus from thence and came into his own country. And his disciples follow him wherever he goes. He didn't say Jesus went with his disciples. Did you see that? The Bible didn't say Jesus went with his disciples. He went and his disciples followed him. When you see that, it means that Jesus was going. He didn't want the disciples to come. Actually, he left and they followed. Praise the name of the Lord. Sometimes in order to be sure, just follow your pastor. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise the Lord. And verse 2 says, and when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hand? <laughs> is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and Joseph, and Judah, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? as a merry warrior. And they were offended at him. Now the Bible says, they say, Oh, from, from whence did this guy get the wisdom? From where did this guy get the knowledge? I mean, what power? From where did he get this power? Demonstrated. It's not everybody that say, Ah, man of God, ah, ah. No. Some of them are actually offended. So people who get offended also give fans. All right, then verse 4 says, But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but is in his own country and among his own family. And in his own house, praise the name of the Lord. See, the way you respect me, you value me, you honor me, is not the same in my house. If you come into my house, I mean, among my family, I mean, right now, some of them have started, you know, but at first it was very bad. (laughs) Hallelujah. So, Jesus, it is the same everywhere. If you're a young man in ministry, don't go and tell your mother that, go and fetch me water. It doesn't work there like that. Don't you know I'm a pastor? No, it doesn't work like that. And he could there do no mighty miracle save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folks and healed them. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, Jesus could not do so many miracles in a place because of the unbelief of people, of the people there. Hallelujah. Now, think about the Bible says he could not not he would not or he did not he could not what does that mean let me give you a typical example i brought my my son who was possessed of a, de- a devil to your disciples and they they could not so what does that mean that jesus could not heal many sick folks uh uh-huh It didn't work. So Jesus prayed for some sick people and it did not work. So it's normal. Praise the Lord. So if Jesus said he could heal all kinds of diseases. Of course, yes, he could heal all kinds of diseases. I mean, but the Bible says when the people had unbelief, he could not. Meaning, he could not. So you can stand before Jesus with your sickness and Jesus cannot heal you. Jesus will say, ah, for this I can't. Not because the sickness is too much. But Your unbelief is too much, all right. But then the Bible gives us a very interesting um, statement. He says, He could not heal many people except that He laid hands on some sick or some few sick folks and He healed them. Meaning that this particular thing we want to talk about today, the ministry of the laying on of hands works when every other thing doesn't work. Praise the name of the Lord! It means that. The ministry of the of the laying on of hands works when nothing works. So, it means that when a hand is being laid on a person, we should have a certain understanding that this hand that is going to be put on this person, it, it is working. Praise the name of the Lord. A prayer can be said over you. That's fine. It may not work. That's okay. Um, uh, but again, a prophetic word may come. It may something somehow. But then, when the when one, when hands are laid, it's like the last resort. Praise the name of the Lord. When hands are laid on you, it is like the last resort. It is because of the, it is because of the ministry that it is, or it is because of the significance or the heaviness of that particular ministry. Now, what is the laying on of hands? To lay hands on somebody simply means to put your hand on somebody with an intention of impartation. Write that down. It's going to help you. When you lay your hands on somebody. When we say, oh, and he laid his hands on me. And when he laid his hands on me. And when he laid his hands on me. And he laid his hands on me. And he put his hands on me. And all of that. It is simply to put your hand on somebody with the intention of impartation. Now, you are imparting. Hallelujah. Are you following this thing? Good. So, when you lay your hands, you are actually imparting. Now, the Bible says in Mark chapter 16, let's get there quickly, open your Bibles. Mark chapter 16, verse 17. Jesus, I mean, when you begin from verse 15, Jesus said, Go into all the world and preach the gospel. And he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. He that believes not shall be condemned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They will cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. All right. They will pick up serpents. And then the fourth one is what? They shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. Hallelujah. So Jesus, our Lord, the Lord Jesus says that when we, um, he he gave us the license to lay hands. Are you understanding that? So every Christian has what it takes to lay hands. Now, lay hands for what purpose? To pray for the sick or to, to heal the sick. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, why why the question is, we are going to go into the study of, of it proper, but why would Jesus not say, this signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will cast out devils. devil, they will speak with new tongues, they will pick up serpents with their hand, and they will pray for the sick and they will be well. Or, they will what again. <clears throat> they will put their hands, um, um, they will put oil on the sick and they will be well. But Jesus says they will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. When it comes to what works for every level of Christian, in terms of the ministry of healing, Jesus is laying on of hands. So when you think that you don't have the gift of healing, when you think you don't have the gift of working of miracles. When you when you think that you are a Christian, you don't have any gift. Jesus says that you can begin from laying hands on the sick and they will recover. Meaning that laying your hands on the sick is, is like the basic way to get things done. Praise the name of the Lord. Come on, are you here with me? Laying your hands on the sick is the basic way to get things done. Say, I lay my hands. Come on, say, I lay my hands. Like you mean it, say, I lay my hands. Yeah, so he says, I mean, they'll lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. So, you got born again today that you believe in Jesus today. All right? There is something that you have that can cause the sick to be well. Laying of hands. Hallelujah. Now, so we got a testimony from a brother, in know, I mean, somebody who got born again—I think it's not even up, up to three months or four months. All right, he got born again, fresh. He's—he's—he's he's, he's still like, if it's a natural thing. I mean, like he's like uh, three months old. The baby is still doing yang, yeah, yeah, you know. And this guy had me preach. I say, if you come to Christ, God comes to live in you, and you also come to—you also live in God. It's simple. And then he gets to work one day recently, and when he gets to work a friend of his boss came to visit the boss. The moment he got there, the guy just um, what can I say. got paralyzed. See, the person got paralyzed like that. Could not walk. Praise the Lord. And then the guy says, I remember what pastor told me. So when he remembered, then he prayed. Then he says, he's put his hands on the person and say, in the name of Jesus. If Jesus truly lives in me, get up and be well. Be well and get up. This is somebody who is less than four months old in Christ. And then he says the person started sweating profusely and the man got up. In less than 10 minutes, the person got up. Somebody who was par- who got paralyzed. No drug administered. No injection administered. And this is somebody who believed in Jesus just about three months or two months ago. Why, why do you think that works so fast? They shall lay their hands on the sick and they'll recover. It's not in what pastor said. It's in what Jesus said. They will lay their hands on the sick and they'll recover. So if you got born again today. And you feel like you don't even know how to heal the sick. Jesus says, when you don't know how to heal the sick. When you don't know anything about Christianity. There are some simple things you should know. All right. The first thing is that you can put your hands on the sick. And expect them to be well. I see my hands are powerful. Oh, my God. See, these hands, they carry the anointing of God. Woo! Hallelujah, man. (laughs) Glory to God. Yeah. See. So, what is this ministry of laying of hands through the Bible? Now, let's get to Genesis 48. I just have a simple assignment and see if we can fall down. I don't intentionally mean we should fall down, but if we are to fall down, we will. Won't you fall? Gladly fall down. It's in the devotional, so make sure you can. you gladly do. coste bragade. aha Hallelujah. Let's go to Genesis forty eight. If you are there, say I'm there. If you are not there, say wait for me. Okay. So this is the first time we see it actually being mentioned. Alright, Genesis 48. After these things, Joseph was told, I'm reading from verse 1, emphasis on verse 14. After these things, Joseph was told, your father is weakening. So he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim with him. When Jacob was told... Your son Joseph has come to you. Israel regained strength and sat upon his bed. Jacob said to Joseph. The sovereign God appeared to me at Luz. Luz. In the land of Canaan and blessed me. He said to me I'm going to make you fruitful. And will multiply you. I will make you into a group of nations. And I'll give this land to your descendants as everlasting possession. Now as for your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt, they will be mine. Ephraim and Manasseh will be mine just as Reuben and Simon um, Simon is. Alright? So, he is taking the grandchildren to be his children. That's what it's here. Okay. He said to him, I'm going to make you fruitful and multiply you. Uh, uh, where am I now? Six. Any children that are your father after them will be yours. They will be listed under the names of their brothers in their inheritance. But as for me, when I was returning from Padan, Rahel died to my sorrow in the land of Canaan. It happened along, along the way, some distance from Ephrath. So I buried her there on the day to Ephrath. That is Bethlehem. When Israel saw Joseph's son, he asked, Who are these? Joseph said to his father, These are the sons God has given me in this place. His father said, Bring them to me so I may bless them. Bring them to me so I may bless them. Now, Israel's eyes, Jacob's eyes were failing because of his age. He was not able to see well. So, Joseph brought his sons near him and his father kissed them and embraced them. Israel said to Joseph, I never expected to see you again, but now God has allowed me to see your children too. So, Joseph moved them from his From Israel's knees and bowed down with his face to the ground. Joseph positioned them. He put Ephraim on his right hand. Across from Israel's left. And Manasseh on his left. Across from Israel's right hand. Then Joseph brought them closer to his father. Israel stretched out his hand and placed it on Ephraim's head. His right hand. And placed it on Ephraim's head. Although he was the younger crossing his hands, he put his left hand on Manasseh's head, for Manasseh was the firstborn. Then he blessed them and said, May the God before whom my father, my father Abraham Isaac, walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life, long this day. Oh my God. Whew. Hallelujah. And the angel who protected me from all harm, bless these boys. May my name be named in them. Maya. Hallelujah this is where the fatherly blessings comes from. Hallelujah. Yeah. He says that may my name be named on them. Hallelujah. And the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac may they grow into a multitude on the earth. When Joseph saw that his father placed his right hand on the youngest head it displaced him so he took his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to Banasi's head. Joseph said to his father not so my father for this is the first one put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He too will become a nation and he too will become great. In spite of this, his younger brother will will be even greater and his descendants will become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day saying, by you will Israel bless. Saying, may God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. So he put Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, I'm about to die, but God will be with you and bring you back to the land of your fathers. As one who is above your brothers, I give you to the mountain slope, which I took from the Amorites with my sword and my bow. Now, very important. Hallelujah. So, Israel, Jacob, wanted to bless Manasseh and Ephraim. And he blessed them by first of all, laying hands on them. Because when hands are laid, it is believed That there is a transfer. Alright. Whenever hands are laid. There is a transfer. Are you here with me everybody? Are you here with me everybody? When hands are laid. There's what? There's a transfer. A transfer of the intended purpose. So he said that. Bring them and let me bless them. So it means that. When I lay my hands on them there is going to be a transfer of blessing. So, it means that by the ministry of laying on of hands, we can bless. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. By the ministry of laying on of hands, we can receive blessing or we can impart blessings. So, the moment there is, in fact, in the Bible, the moment there is the, the, the notion of impartation, There's always the place of the laying on of hands. All right. It looks like almost you can't receive an impartation until hands are laid upon you. Praise the name of the Lord. Come on, are you following that? So, a man can be an ordinary man walking around, very ordinary man. And then... He is able to encounter a man of God, a spiritual person, whatever, and the person lays his hands on him, and the person's life totally changes from that day forward. Praise the name of the Lord. So when a hand is being laid on you, just amazingly, amazingly, most of us don't even remember the last time hands were laid on as the words that came out. Yeah. I mean, the most interesting part of it is that hands are laid on me. Let me fall down and let me shake. But listen, when there is an intentional laying on of hands, there is always a transfer. There is always a transfer, a transfer of the intended purpose for the laying on of hands. I can say I, I'm going to lay hands on you for you to get mad. I'm going to lay hands on you for you to be cursed. I'm going to lay hands on you for you to be whatever. So, the moment you attach a purpose to it. I mean, you can be there and just put your hand on somebody. Nothing is in your hand. Oh, Charlie, what's up? How are you doing? It's been a long time. But the very moment you attach an intended purpose, there is a release. All right? The release from the one whose hands are laid... To the one upon whom the hand is laid. Praise the name of the Lord. Come on, say, I believe. Oh, come on. I believe in the ministry of laying of hands. Yeah. So, you see, in, in, in the Old Testament, people actually go so that hands can be laid on them. In fact, and, and that practice was seen in Jesus' day. If we don't see it today, we'll see it the next time we meet on Friday. That I mean, Jairus. I think his name was Jairus. He told Jesus that my daughter is at the point of death. Please come home and lay your hands on her so that she will live. He didn't say come and pray. He didn't say come and stand there. Uh -uh. He says come and lay your hands on her so that she will live. He did not even say come and heal her. He said come and lay hands. And you know, amazingly, by the time Jesus got to the house, the girl was dead. And you know what Jesus did? The Bible says Jesus took her by the hands. That was the exact request of the father. So it didn't change anything. When Jesus went there and he was dead, she was dead. You know, she, Jesus said, the man said, come and lay your hands. So Jesus went and still he laid his hands. Although the, the child was dead. Praise the name of the Lord. The guy said, come and lay hands. Just come. And lay your hands on her. Remember, we read a scripture in Luke. Luke 10, 21 there. Where the Bible, Jesus says that except you become like children, the kingdom of God, blah, blah, blah. The, The background story is that they brought children to Jesus so that he will lay his hands on them and bless them. So, you can carry children to a man of God that lay your hands on them and bless them. Are you understanding that? See, that's why some practices are very important. Very important. Practices like you have given birth. Name your child in the church. Now, it's not a Bible practice that the church is for naming ceremony. All right? But you are bringing your child so that the priest, the man of God, can lay his hand on the child. And when you are coming, attach a purpose to it. Don't say pray for my child. They brought the child to Jesus so that he would lay hands on them and bless them. So that Jesus would know they don't need healing. They need blessing. Are you understanding that? You can't just come and say, man, I'm lay your hands on me. For what?
1: <laughs>
0: Hallelujah. I say, man, I'm going lay hands on me. For what? Say, lay your hands. I just, 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 man, I'm going go, ah, put your hand on me. For what? Just put your hand on me. Please, we don't do things like that. Hallelujah. So, the ministry of laying on of hands is actually the ministry of impartation. Paul says that I want to come to you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gifts so that at the end of it all, we all may be established. Think about it. In Acts chapter 19, we are going to look at all those scriptures in full. In Acts chapter 19, when Paul met some disciples and asked them, Did you receive the Holy Ghost when you believed? The disciples says, "Uh uh-uh, we have not heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And then Paul says, unto what then were ye baptized? Then they said, unto John's baptism. He said, no, no, no. John baptized with water unto repentance, saying that believe on him who comes after me. And that was Jesus. He explained to them and the Bible says, he baptized them in the name of the Lord and, and Paul laid his hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost and they prayed in tongues. When you read Acts chapter 8, we are going to look at that also. The Bible says, when Philip Dems went to preach at Samaria, they sent for the apostles for them to come, to come and lay hands on those who have believed so that they will receive the Holy Spirit because he was not yet falling on any of them except that they believed in the word and were baptized. So you can specially send, send for a pastor to come and lay hands is if is anyone sick among you in James, let him let them call for the elders, so you can call for the elders. They were anointed with oil and the prayer of faith are saved. they're sick. What do they know, laying on of hands? Praise the name of the Lord. So whenever you are laying hands, see, amazingly, see Jesus says, these signs shall follow them that believe. The very day you believe, the sign is made to follow you. You may not even know anything, but you need to have this thing. That when you lay hands, it's not about whether you are prepared or you have not prepared. It's not about whether you have healed before or you have not healed before. It's not about whether you have fasted or you have not fasted. Laying on of hands is like the, let me put it advisedly, let me say this advisedly. It is like the shortcut to all that wahala you have not read about healing, it's fine. You have not done this about healing, it's fine. If you have not done this about healing, it's fine. You don't even know about healing, it's fine. You have not watched the message, it's fine. But Jesus said, if you have not done all of that, the alternative is that lay your hands. So begin, before you know how to heal, begin with healing. Before you read about healing, know how to lay hands on the sick. Are you following me, somebody? So right now, we can leave church today and then, you can find somebody who is sick and just say, oh, the word of God that came, say, Jesus said, we'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Brother, that's what the word of God, do you believe that? I want to pray for you. You lay hands on the person and say, recover. Are you recovered? He said, no, I'm not recovered. You, you lay hands again. Do you know, Jesus laid his hands twice on a man. Yeah, yeah, he laid his hands twice. One time he laid his hands. we we'll look at that. He laid, he laid his hands and asked them, do you see? And said, no, I see men as three. And the Bible said he laid his hands again. And they said, now everything is fine. So it means that you can lay your hands. One, is it he okay? It's not gone. Okay, two, is it he okay? It's not gone. Uh-huh. You you make sure you keep on laying. Even the impartation. Say, I lay hands. I lay hands. On the sick. On the sick. And like you say, I lay, I lay hands. On the sick. On the sick. Yeah. Alright. So, when we want to impart blessings. You know, as the father of this church, I can say, Sunday is an impartation Sunday. Specifically to bless everyone. I have the right to say, all those who are working, Sunday, hands will be laid on you. Are you understand that? I have the right to say, all those who are schooling, Sunday, hands will be laid on you. And when those hands are laid on you, I must attach purpose to it. So I'm going to lay my hands on you so that what happens? Then I'm going to say that. So like, like Jacob said, hallelujah. God says he has given me the land. God says that. God says that of all the children. He says people are going to use Ephraim and Manasseh when they are talking about blessing. Think, think about that. Jacob is a man. And he said that I am making you a symbol of blessing. I can pick Kelvin and say, all right, if anybody wants to be wealthy in this church, I'm making you a symbol of that. you, know, you don't understand what I'm talking about. You, you know, I'll take my time. I'll not just follow your shouting, else, you'll miss a lot of things. So that you become the embodiment of what everybody wants to become. So a father can catch one of his sons. A father can catch one of his daughters, one of his children. And say from this day, let my spirit rest upon you. We are going to see that. We will see that in the back. Before we leave church, we will see it. Let my spirit. And you see, God did not tell Jacob. Bless them with that blessing. It is Jacob who chose by his love for Joseph. This is all right. I am going to bless your two kids. And the kind, see, the volume of blessing that is going to come upon them, they can't be your children again. They have to be my children. So I'm giving them the blessings of children, not grandchildren. And that came by the ministry of laying on of hands. I pronounce things upon people that they didn't know, they didn't see, they didn't, they don't even know what it was. Hey, praise the name of the Lord. One time the man of God was ministry. And then he took a handkerchief. And the way he wiped his face with the handkerchief, I knew that the man is up to something. He's planning something mischievous. I mean, normally he would just do like this. You know, he grabbed the handkerchief and did like this. And the way he's doing his mouth and his face I'm like, who rubs his face like that? This is a fight. <laughs> so after he was done, normally he would put it back. Or he put it on the... Th- when he was done, then he did like this. <laughs> I'd say, ah. Somebody's about to tear. So he said, come, on, come. Then he said, ministry, ministry, ministry. And with, with his eyes wide open, looking very scary. Ministry, 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 ministry. <laughs> I caught ministry. I was in the church. After church closed, I still couldn't get up. It's not like I wanted to relax. I could not get up. So that day, I think some people carried me home. So I left with a handkerchief. White. But I can promise you that tangibly it was after that thing that spirit things began happening to me. I'm not kidding you. Hallelujah. It was after that that day, spirit things happened to me. I had tangible encounters from there. Tangible encounters. I'll not explain. I'll not tell you what. Tangible encounters from there. I began seeing things. I began doing things. I began experiencing things. You see, our generation is a generation that is constantly getting bankrupt. And it's a pity that the things that are that were held as sacred in ancient times, we are trivializing all of them. The place of a pastor in your life, we trivialize it. We honor it when we are okay. It's when we are okay that we honor it. We don't, we don't. Right now, people can change pastors like they change water. People change churches like they change water. Hallelujah. Things that were sacred that you could not even venture. You couldn't stand before Aaron, um, Aaron sorry, face to face. Are you okay? The moment you are coming, you are bowing. You, do you know that alone is a blessing? Ah, do you know? That alone is a blessing. Why do you think that people came to Jesus requesting for healing for their children, deliverances for their children, all of that. And the Bible says when they came, they bowed down and worshipped Him. Do, do, do you know what that means? To worship means to bow. So be boom. What it means is that you are exalted. Anything that comes to me is high. Anything that comes to me from you is high. It's exalted above whatever I'm going through. It's exalted above whatever. So they had that understanding. I mean you you meet your pastor and say, ah, or oh, so. No, give me, give, me, give me give me it's an example. You know a guy wanted me to pray for him. He called me, said, Boss, I am the one who I said this guy, you you didn't get healed. <laughs> you didn't get healed. He said, boss. (laughs) He said, I'm a boss. So the sacred things, they don't mean anything to us again. Even the way we give our offering, we give our offering as though they are collections. You know, there's a difference between an offering and a collection. A collection is when we have a project with everybody, you give 20, give 30, give 50, let's build this thing. That's a collection. An offering is a response. In fact, it is a reverential response to God's word. Grace for you. Say hey. Oh, mm-hmm. so in the ministry of grace, it's not about that. It's about that. Praise the name of the Lord. The last time I was telling, I think I was telling uh, Michael, that even the way you give your tithes Shows how much you honor God. I'm not talking about daily giving your tithe. No. How you give your tithe. For example, you believe that you want to give tithe. So that's your practice, all right? Here, we don't have a problem with you. If you don't give tithe, that's your business. If you give tithe, that's your business. Hallelujah. But what is tithe? People say tithe is one tenth, right? But you know, that's not accurate. Yes, tight is one-tenth, but it is the first of the one-tenth. So, if you got, let's say, how much? Like 10,000 cities. And then you went to buy toothpaste. And then out of that 10,000, and then after that, you then you, you you took your tight out. You did not honor God. You gave, but it was not in honor. Because when you were giving, this is how it should be. When you got the money, God, you gave me and I'm giving one tenth to support whatever you are doing or one thing to your house, to your storehouse. Alright? So that is the first thing on my list. So if you are writing, what do they call it? Scale of preference. It should not be school fees, Wedding ring, uh, what again? You mention all of that. Then number seven or my eight or the last number, my tithe. No, number one, my tithe. Why? Tithe simply means you're putting God first. Are we together? I say, hey, I didn't pay my tithe this month. They say why? The expenses were too much. No, your expenses rather should say that. Ah, I didn't pay my school fees today. Oh. Why? Because I paid my tithe. Grace before the near cry. So I'm not tithe. Uh-huh. And an offering of the Bible too no. It's not about the amount. It's how the heart you present with. It may be one CD. You can give one CD in honor and in dishonor. Can you imagine? You, you have a nice note in your This thing. This is not a law in the Bible. But think about it. Even me, you cannot go, if you want to buy me a shirt, I don't think any of you will have the boldness to go to false line. I said, Daddy's birthday is coming. He needs some shirts. Then you go to false line. Hey. So these were sacred things. The hands being laid on you by a father, by a priest, by a prophet, by a king. Praise the name of the Lord. I think Nigerian parents know how to bless their kids very well. More than Ghanaian parents. Ghana, I don't know how many of you have received blessing from your parents before. And you will find out that all of them are serious Christians. They laid their hands on you and blessed you. Some of you don't even know something like that. If you give bed, you never do it. I'm teaching you today. Hallelujah. You will be sleeping, and then maybe you hear your father or your mom. You will be great. You are blessed. Then the hand is on you. Your enemies will bow before you. Darkness will not overwhelm you. Your light will shine. Your some of you you don't even know where your wisdom comes from. No, you don't. You have no idea. Those that I remember, it was not my mom. My mom didn't have time for anybody in this world. My grandmother, and she did that to me especially. Yeah, and then she'll be talking on me. You, you be here. She'll be talking on me, and then constantly, my grandma. When my grandma is beating me, if I do something, my grandma is beating me. Who nimse janseni yesadi? No, I Or should because you are wise. So you shouldn't do that. Then he would would say of my other sibling. Wait, 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 Jimmy. It wasn't the best, but when we were growing, it turned out to be so. So even right at the time that I was young, my things were different. And everybody could see wisdom. Are you understanding that? So that when a father lays hands on you, and they don't need to be born again, come on, they don't need to be born again. Now, how many of us thought they should be born? No, they don't need to be born again. A fetish priest, through the ministry of laying on the hands, can bless his child. Are you here with me? Else, like no father could, no no father could bless his child. Except they are born again. This is not about God. It's not, it's not whether God wants it or not. Jacob told us. He says, I want to bless. Bring your children. Let me bless them. I want to bless. You remember what Isaac said? Isaac was the father of Jacob and Israel, right? He said, prepare me a visit so that, venice. So that my heart will be glad. So that I can bless you. Where did Jacob learn that blessing from? How to bless from? When he came, and Isaac's hand was on him, what did he say? How many of you remember what he said? You want us to read? We can go there. He first tested the hairiness. Because Esau was hairy. And then Jacob was quite So it means that in the process of the blessing, the hand was involved. Hallelujah. Come on, praise the name of the Lord. So you, the recipient, think about when Esau came. Finally, he says, ah, dad, I'm here, I'm done. He said, ah, who came here? He said, I just came. He said, that is Jacob. Then Esau cried. And Esau said, is there not a blessing left for me. It's at least one. The Bible says, he sought after the blessing with tears. A man laying hands on you. What is that? Somebody should just lay his hands on you. Why should you seek that with tears? And instead somebody has come. So, go. But Isaac said, the blessing is finished. I have pronounced it already. It cannot change. It has leaped from me into him. And they say, surely, surely, Jacob will be great. Surely, surely. The father could not say. <laughs> so Paul told Timothy the other day, suddenly hands on no man. When impartations go, you can't take them back. The man of God says that, all those I help you, I got you healed. If you don't come and thank me, It doesn't happen that way. He says it's finished. You can't do anything about it. I can't do anything. See, the moment I lay hands on you and I say, Rabbi will be great. It is. Come on. Hey, praise the name of the Lord. So, when you are receiving laying of hands, the first thing should not be falling down. Receive first. Memorize the blessings. Let it enter into you before you find a place and fall down. Because some of you, you fall down too quickly. You fall down, the blessing will just be hanging in the sky. I couldn't find it. Oh, yeah, come inside. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, through the ministry, blessing is imparted. You don't have to feel anything in your hands, you should not shake. You that you are laying hands, they say, ah, shakata, blah, blah, blah. when I lay hands, I should fire fire. These days. Oh, my hand is still cold. Though. No, no. You may not feel anything. Just, it's an act of faith. You put your hand there and you talk. You can lay your hands on the sick. Say in the name of Jesus, I command you to be well. You are well. You are walking. You are seeing. You are hearing. The sickness is dead. Laying hands on the sick, for that one Jesus gave it to us, how powerful would that be? <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Glory. If Isaac blessed Jacob and he said, The blessing is finished, and it was that powerful, think about the one Jesus gave us. And he came to us, I, I'll, I'll come there. The ministry of laying on of hands for the Christian came to us out of the resurrection. There are things Jesus said before he died and things he said after he was raised from the dead. And the ministry of laying on of hands to the Christian is one of the things that came out when Jesus was raised from the dead. How about you? So it means that our laying on of hands the, carries the power of the resurrection. What is the power of the resurrection? It makes everything possible. Because Jesus really, really died. The resurrection is a testimony of the enormous power of God. Oh man, you are not here with me, somebody. Glory to God. The resurrection is a testimony of the greatest power of God. As long as Jesus was raised from the dead, as we see the resurrected Christ, we see the greatest explosion of God's power. Are you understanding that? So anything that came, anything that comes to us, after Jesus was raised from the dead, carries the power of the resurrection. So if sicknesses see my hand come. But you remember Jesus said, Jesus says that, and these sons shall follow them that believe. In my name. They will lay hands on the Savior. So. We lay hands in his name. What does that mean? Wherefore God also has highly exalted him. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5. And has given him a name that is above every other name. That at the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow. Every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things on earth, and of things under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So when Jesus says, in my name, he's saying, in my exalted name. In that name that is above every other name. So, if Jesus says that when I get to the sick, I should lay hands in his name, it means that I lay hands in his name. And what that means is that when I lay hands, there is no sickness on earth. Are you hearing me, somebody? Shout it, I lay hands. Oh, I don't have people here. Shout it, I lay hands. I heal the sick they say in the name of Jesus I heal the sick I yeah
1: that's power
0: in my hands that's power in my hands. Say when I lay my hands on the sick, Say impartation, 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 impartation in the name of Jesus. Yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, so we lay our hands on that exalted name of Christ. We lay our head not in, not like Jacob, no, no, but. We lay our hands in the name of the one whose name is exalted far above all principality, all power, all dominion, all government. It is the name of Jesus. All in the name of Jesus. Come Ancest would die. Tumors would die. They will vanish in the name of Jesus. Because we are laying our hands. Not in our own name. Not in the name of any God. Not in the name of a grandpapa or a grandmama. We are laying our hands in the name of Jesus Christ. The son of the living God. Your Your hands are powerful. Your hands are powerful. Your hands are powerful. Your hands are powerful. Divine energies are imparted. Divine energies. Divine energies. Hey, Agado Shaba my hands will not be amputated he did not say we will lay our legs he said we will lay hands my hands will not be cut off it is a channel it is a channel it is a channel can you lift up your voice somebody a babaya Hallelujah. Woo! People with chronic madness, they will come back to their senses. Oh, shandalabaya. Shandalabaya. Oh, rakasatabaya. Hallelujah. Sit down, let's push it for a bit. Hallelujah. As, as we keep on, maybe on Sunday or whatever. Or maybe on 14th May. I will bless. I will bless. I will bless. I will bless. I will bless because the Bible tells us. See. be desirous us of these things. Don't take it lightly when hands are laid on you. I don't do it. So you can't do it. Don't easily forget impartations. No. When hands are laid on you, no. Don't easily forget them. You, you can walk out. I'm, I'm blessed. Let, let's read something. Let me show you something. Something very, very wild. Let's go to Numbers 27. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Numbers 27. If you are there, say I'm there. You are not there say have mercy. Okay. 27. Oh, glory to God. Let's go to 18. Okay. So this is when God told Moses, you are not going into the promised land, you are going to die. Verse 15, then Moses spoke to the Lord. Let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all humankind, appoint a man over the community. Who will go out before them. And who will come in before them. And who will lead them and who will bring them in so that the community of the Lord may not be like sheep that have no shepherd. The Lord replied to Moses, take Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is such a spirit, (laughs) and lay your hand on him. Set him before Eleazar the priest and before the whole community and commission him publicly. (laughs) Praise the name of the Lord. Commission him publicly. So the Lord said, Put your hand, lay your hand on him. And send him before he lays the prison, before the all commission him publicly. Then you must delegate some of your authority to him so that the whole community of Israel will be obedient. When hands are laid in commissioning, it is a delegation of authority. I want you to understand this because I want you to use that to correct a little bit of a thinking here. So, I pick Calvin. Then I said, from this day forward, I lay my hands on you. You are this. In this ministry. It is a removal of my authority that God has given me to him. Now, whereas I don't lose my own, are you understanding that? So, let's take for example, if this guy then becomes proud, he will think that his achievement is because of him. Are you understand that? He will think his achievement is because of him. Ah, I can do it. Ha ha, I have done it before. Ha ha, I can do it. I can do it. Then, two things. He will want to go and start something on his own. Or, he may want to go and guide people, lead people. I saw a guy, Young guy, young prophet who is working with the pastor. And this guy left his father's church when the father was having a meeting because he has a meeting somewhere with some people. It's not like he, the meeting is for him. He has been invited. So as we are here, we are having service. Then you leave, where are you going to? You are going to preach somewhere. It's not a meeting I've sent you. Charismatics, you have a problem. Pray to God to heal you. You pay the place. We are going to read it. Pay the place you stand. These are serious unbendable spiritual principles. Because pay the place you stand and the hands that have been put on you. Whatever works for me must work for you. If you really caught the impartation. If I laid my hands on you to be a pastor. Of obviously, you can't give what you don't have. If in my pastoral calling or in my apostolic calling, there is the grace of healing, you will see it. If there is the grace of raising people, you will see it. Are you understanding that? It's because hands have been laid on you. So God says, ah uh-uh, what are you talking about? Bring Joshua. Bring Joshua and lay your hands on Joshua. So, I mean, Moses brings the guy and then he lays his hands on him. Amazing, the Bible didn't record that he fell down. The power of an impartation is not when you fall. You know that in this church, we like, we like falling down. You can add it to it as, you know, as side attraction. There's no problem with that. But the real impartation is not the falling down. I decided in this month, if I had time, I would have teach on also the ministry of being slain by the Spirit. A lot of people don't know that it's scriptural. It's scriptural. To be slain by the Spirit, it's scriptural. But listen, so he lays his hands on the guy. Now, let's go to Deuteronomy. Let me show you something there. Deuteronomy 34. I feel like saying what Archbishop says. Say, I hear you. <laughs> I don't know where you got that from. Hallelujah. Everybody say, Glory. glory. Verse 9. Now, Joshua, or Joshua, the Americans would call him, Joshua, son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses has laid his hands on him. And the Israelites listened to him. And did just what the Lord had commanded Moses. So, Joshua was full of wisdom. Listen, I like how the Bible says it. The Bible says Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of wisdom because Moses laid his hands on him. Sarcastic. When I read I said sarcastic. So, we can be here and we say, rabbi, the daughter of mention your father's name. You had revenue, Papa. What's your father's name? Okay, so so Rabbi, the daughter of Mister Osail of Godfrey, was full is full of wisdom because as well as Lady him. What is the connection? Why why should the name of the father be brought? A different level of impartations. There are impartations that will come to Joshua that noon cannot give, so we want to mention the name of Noon, but we want you to know that the wisdom of Joshua didn't come from noon, it came from Moses. that means that there is a place your father in the faith or your father in the spirit can take you to that your biological parents cannot ah. are you understanding that Your real father. You give money to your pastor. Have you given money to your father first, please? The Bible doesn't teach that, and I'm not scared to say it. All these social gospel pastors—they have a problem. Of course, I mean, who should get sense to take care of your family? But pastor should not say that. Don't come to me. Go to your father, Joshua, son of Nun, full of wisdom, because Moses had laid his hands on him. Listen. Wisdom came to Joshua. Practical leadership wisdom came to Joshua. Because a man placed a simple hand on him. It means that Can I say this one? Come on, can I say this one? It means that your pastor because listen (laughs) that you are not pastor, so I can't say that. Oh, you let me say that. At least you are also pastors in the camp. You are a pastor. You cannot be moving around, commissioning people's children. Nothing will come to them. <laughs> Let's take, for example, you are here, then you go to Pastor Chris. You say, I'm your father. Then you go to Pastor Chris. To receive an impartation you think you didn't. you, you can't have from here. My brother, Joshua, son of Noah, was commissioned by Moses, the spiritualist. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. But can you receive impartation for Bersachrist? Of course, yes. Of course, yes. For ministry, no. That we can talk about it later. You can't be moving around Receiving every hand. We will not know which one made you. Praise the name of the Lord. I don't think I've shared this before, but I was in a meeting. Then a man of God wanted to pray for me. So he came close and he lifted his hand. Then I held the hand and I put it down. Here in Insom. In my brother's company, to be precise. You know, Ram was having all this uh morning devotion for his workers and all of that. Yeah. I went there to sing. And the place was charged up. People were slain here and there. So when I finished the man of God, I just saw, so I was praying. So something said, lift your head. I looked and somebody was coming and just, then I held it. Before everybody, come, come, come. So like, you want to lay hands on me? <laughs> that, as I say like. <laughs> oh. Okay, so two people, okay, you, at least you can lay hands on Dazzy. Okay, so like you want to lay hands on Dazi. No, 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 I was not I was not kneeling. So uh huh. And I was also taller than him. So no, just stand, stand. Uh-huh. So like you want to lay your hand. Then I did like this. No, so it came, then I I, I did like this. Yeah, I just brought it down. So when we closed, then they called me. Then they asked me, I said, You are not my father in the law. You need my permission before you do that. You don't do that. I said no. Obia, to me. You know those kind of scary things. I said no. You are not my father in the Lord. I don't permit any hand to be laid on me. I don't do that. So please, next time, don't do that. The next time you do that, I may not be this gentle. I. T- it was a man. I told him. Now when I went, I told I told Papa about it, he said that's all. Exactly that's exactly exactly that. You can't be going about receiving every kind of hand. Every ministry has a spirit. That I'll teach, this thing I told you, I'll teach you one day. I was telling Dave that ministry is not just about preaching. Hallelujah, I, I come out, preaching and all of it's not. It's not that. It's not just going to preach to people. It's not about prophesying to people. Ministry is Spirit. There's a a whole system of spirits in ministry. And then there is the boys' boys kind of meeting. You know, oh, hello, hi, Jesus is coming again. Yeah, he will go, he will come. But, when I stand here to minister, if you like, what a ministry. Let us give to somebody else. I'm minister. The same thing I've Listen to the message over and 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 over again. Enfa enfa. Hallelujah! It's very important. Is that Noah? I see when you come and stand there, you just take and be like, glory to God. How you're open our Bible? That alone, if you want to copy it, You can't wait. That's how it is. It is spirit. There is a spiritual ordination for every God ordained, God appointed minister. That is not there in your Bible. You can read about it in the Bible, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't happen in the Bible. A very serious spiritual consecrational ordination for everybody God calls. To do any kind of thing. In the Bible, say, "And I'll cause my spirit to rest upon, and I'll cause my spirit to, and I'll cause my spirit to, and I'll cause my spirit to." Hallelujah. Let's come back. Let's come back home. Moses laid his hands on Joshua, and the Bible says Joshua was full of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. So you can meet Joshua. And say, Joshua, where did you get this wisdom from? He said, I got it from my father Moses. How? He laid his hands on me. If somebody meets you and asks you, what have you received by the laying on of hands? What can you say right now? I'm not going to ask anybody, Yourself, ask yourself and answer. Who can boldly name one? Lift your hand. If you are lying, I will tell you you are lying. Uh teach by who me when did I lay my hands on you for that I started teaching before we came down there okay who else which one I didn't give you singing (laughs) okay which one is that okay and mind you the person may lay hands on you and say things on you that he does not even particularly walk in. We'll talk about that, uh-huh. It was a dream. I woke up, I laid hands, I laid hands on you in a dream. Uh-huh. Oh, you're we shaking. Then it was me. <laughs> Uh Wow. (laughs) I now want to I want to actually lay hands on myself for that particular one. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. All right. Somebody lifted a hand somewhere. Who else? Who? some, uh huh, tell us. Which one? Healing. Me. Where? 2020. How quite is that meeting then? The whole family, everybody is you. The guy, he was tearing. That one there, I agree. <laughs> truly, truly, truly. Without controversy. Yeah, who else? Yeah. Healing. Me. Right now. <laughs> Shada Barabaya. This is impartation by the word. <laughs> hey. If it's a vision, tell us we will lay hands on you. Yeah, who else? Uh-huh. Healy. Okay. Down there. Okay. Oh, wow. I did? I said that? Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Healing. Oh, healing is plenty. Uh Uh-huh. Right now. Here. Okay. And have you seen results of that? Okay. Is that what? Many. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So, listen. Impartations that come to you. See, they are labeled. So you must not forget them. Are you understanding that? No, no, you must not forget them. Huh? You can't see hands. I can say, okay, you come. Then I said, I said, in the name of Jesus from this day, I lay my hands on you. Let the spirit of leadership come upon you. That's exactly what Moses did. We don't have time. Because the Bible says, in, in Joshua was the spirit of leadership. So Moses laid his hands and said, let the spirit of leadership come upon you. You will be able to lead thousands. You will be able to lead ten thousands. You will be able to lead hundred thousands. And you will be able to lead nations. And you will be able to lead the world. You will not be stranded in leadership. And those words are coming to you. How in the world should you forget this? Kumase conference. That was ministry. They said, come around to me. I like what I just saw. For the start, the Lord says five continents. I told, I teared, I saw. I the pictures. Five. Praise the name of the Lord. Yeah. yeah. There was a particular one in church. He called me. He called me. He called Pinu, and then he called um. So for Stephen Rashid, and then he called James. Then he says, Explosions of spiritual giftings. That was the impartation. Manifestations of spiritual giftings. Then when he said that, oh, all the brothers started falling. I was standing. Not yet. Sir, you spoke it. Bring that. Can I take him and say, lay them hands on me? You know. I was just standing there. Then he came. Hey. I said, aha. praise the name of the lord i don't joke with laying of hands no i don't joke i don't the moment the hands are coming i have to take even if you made a mistake and brought your hand close i will draw hallelujah very critical so joshua was full of wisdom Joshua was full of the spirit of leadership because hands were laid on him. The hands of Moses. How would you be when Moses lays his hands on you? The greatest leader of the Old Testament. That's what I call him. My goodness. Joshua couldn't fail because the hands of Moses was on him. Oh, glory to God. If Joshua faced any situation, Joshua will say, <laughs> hands have been laid on me. That There are hands on me. There are hands on me. I don't fail. I don't fail. Hands have been laid on me. Glory to God. Yeah. And you see, he became the product of the hands that were laid on him. Are you understanding that? How many of you are ready for laying on of hands? Okay, 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 okay Yeah. Very important. There are men who are walking, there's no hands on them. I'm telling you, listen, even ministers who have grown, all right, who have grown from a father, who have grown, they took time and they grew from pastors and they laid hands on them and released them, prayed for them. When they are ministering, you will know. and people who have been walking side by side when they started ministry and then they look for somebody to be a father. I say, ah, this man is good. Let me be my father. When you meet them, you know. Ministry is a spirit. Are you understanding that? I, I hope you understand what I'm communicating. The sacredness of what I'm communicating. Ministry is a spirit. Hallelujah. When you meet Christians... Who constantly where they are. In the church they belong to. There's no hands on them. They just go and come. They just go and come. When you meet them you know. When you meet those people. That their pastors are consciously. Intentionally laying hands on them. Time to time. When you meet them you know. There are some practices that make men. Write that down. And one of those practices. Is the ministry of laying on of hands. So when hands are coming to you. Don't run away. You see some people who like, hey, that is coming to lay hands on me. Then they are running away. Don't run away. Catch it and die. Praise the Lord. Catch the hands and die. So when when, when they lay hands on me, i would fall down. And one time I fell down and I broke my hand. How why would how can you compare the benefit of laying hands? To a broken hand, even if you break your neck, receive it. <laughs> Mole, sparato, draste. Don't stand there laying hands on you and you are just there. Hey, are you sick? <laughs> you, you know. Let everything inside you know that something is—you are getting a new tenant today. Yeah. It, something is coming to add up. Paul says, "When I come to you, I will see those things that are lacking, then I'll add them to you." It will just—Hallelujah! The things that are lacking, I'll just bring them. I'll just add. Them, I'll, just add them, I'll just add them to you. Don't reject these things. Listen, I'm telling you. I'm not materialistic, but I can pick you lay hands on you. And I say you are prospering. It may not happen that month. It may not happen, say, but let's say you may not have a dime in your account. Even your account may not be zero. It may be negative 375 dollar cities. Most afraid. Of. When I say, ah, you are going to prosper, you will catch it. Are you understand that? Yeah, you will catch it. Because when hands are laid, there are transfers. there are impartations. Don't let anybody fool you. That those things are not important. They no See, laying of hands, the Bible called them one of the doctrine, the doctrine of laying of hands. See, when he spoke about in, in Hebrews chapter 6, and that actually means the ministry of when the priest will lay hands on the goats. Alright? The, the sheep in the Old Testament. He lays, may stay. That's they will bring the animal that is supposed to be slain and then they will bring it and then Israel will confess their sins, the bull or whatever and then the priest will lay his hands on the sheep and the Bible says that he will transfer all the sins of the person on the sheep. A whole sin can be transferred through the ministry of laying on of hands. And then the innocence of the sheep. Will come to the sinner. And the sinner will be acquitted and discharged. Through the ministry of laying of hands. Are you understanding that? So if such a thing like sin. Can be transferred. Or could be transferred. in the old, Under the old covenant. Tell me what cannot be transferred through the laying on of hands. Sin that had to cause Jesus to die. Could be temporarily removed. To enter something. For the thing to go. And then the innocence of the sheep will also come. Tell me. We can transfer wealth. We can transfer power. See the Bible says they invited the apostles. To come and lay hands. So that the people will receive the Holy Ghost. So Bosu himself can be transferred through the laying of hands. His gift can come through the laying of hands. What again? So when hands are laid, just make sure you know why those hands are coming to be laid on you. There are occasional poop, just fall down, that's fine, you know, that's okay. He adds up to the game. But listen, every laying of hands, every serious laying of hands has a tag to it. And sometimes, not sometimes, write them down them. On the 17th of April, 2022, the man of God laid his hands on me and said that mark this guy. His steps are enlarging. Mark this guy. His life is changing and mark this guy. You write it down. When you feel like going, go, when you feel like giving up, you go and open those sheets. Then you pray them. Okay. Ah, but hands have been laid on me about this thing. No need to cry. Hands have been laid on me. I will not be a failure. Hands have been laid on me. Are you understanding that? I will not die young. Hands have been laid on me. Glory to God. I manifest the power of God. Hands have been laid on me. I stretch forth. Hands have been laid on me. And the man was not joking. And God was not joking. Hands have been laid on me. Let's go to. Act chapter 8. Okay let's begin from Now verse 14 If you are not there say wait for me 8:14 Now when the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God they sent Peter and John to them These two went down and prayed for them so that they would receive the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on the Samaritans and they received the Holy Spirit. Did you see see that? They placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. How did the Holy Spirit come? Okay. For the spirit had not yet come upon any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord. Then Peter and John placed their hands on the Samaritan, they received the Holy Spirit. Now Simon, when he saw that the spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, offered them money and said, give me this power too, so that everyone I place my hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. Did you see that? When Simon saw, when when the guy when Simon saw that through the laying on of hands the spirit is given, it means that the the apostles really came to lay hands to the point that it became obvious that a man standing by saw that through the laying on of hands the spirit was given. He said, please, can I pay for this thing? So that anyone that I also lay my hands on will receive the Holy Spirit. And Peter said, your money money perish with you. You know? So through the laying on of hands, the Spirit was given. Through the laying on of hands, the Spirit was given. Don't just say, hands, hands, you come to church. No, be intentional about it. So I believe Peter and John stood. And that's all right. All those of you who believed, come forward, who have been baptized in the name of the Lord, come. And then the numbers thronged. They came. And then they placed their hands. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive the Spirit. Woohoo! Then they began praying in tongues. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive the Spirit. And. The person begins to pray in tongues. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive the Spirit. The person prays in tongues. On and on and on. And every single one of them received the Holy Ghost through the laying on of hands. Praise the name of the Lord. The Holy Ghost can moan himself and pass through the hand into man. See, it means that the moment you lay your hands like this, Things are charged. The Bible says God wrought special miracles. Special miracles. The Bible says special miracles. Aliens. God wrought special miracles. Through the hands of Paul. That aprons and handkerchiefs were brought to him. He laid his hands on them and they were sent abroad. (laughs) Glory to God. The man laid hands on the handkerchief, then he gives out, I can't come for the meeting. Take it, just put it on the seat. What? See, there's something in our hands. You you didn't hear what I just told you. There's something in our hands. I believe in the ministry of laying on of hands. Can you say it with your your spiritual mind here? I believe in the ministry of laying on of hands. So you can also go and say, man of God. I, I want to pray for the sake and see maximum impact. Please lay hands on. You, you can. And I, I will. And God will. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. So I, I, can you pray for me? Lay hands on me. You can actually request for laying on hands. You can. You can request. You can go to your pastor. Say, please, I want you to lay hands on me over this matter. Some hey. of you are scared. You should not be scared. And you see, You should not just be there, I'm there. Lay hands on me. Can you you lay hands on me? Why? For shaky reasons. No. The only thing we don't do shaky reasons for is laying on our hands. You can pray. Fast. Be in a long fast. About a a, a project, a matter, whatever. What business, whatever it is. Ministry, healing, whatever. After you are done with your fast. Then you go to the pastor who eating food. 18 feet. that the way you are coming. My friend. Still have faith. Yeah. <laughs> Still have faith. As a man of God, I've been on a fast. You can, you can actually pray in form. I'm in a fast for maybe uh, 500 days. Or I'm in a fast for 30 days, 40 days, 300 days. Whatever it is. You know, I'll be finishing on so so and so date. And the last day, I want to come to receive an impartation from you on this particular matter on that day. Then the man of God say, "Okay, that is pre-information, so that the man of God can actually ask you also coming, or oh, you can just come." There are instances like that. That's where the tapping, tapping, thing comes from. But i told you, we are not the tap. You know. Then you go. Then the man of God will lay hands on you. Mm. Praise the name of the Lord. So he will lay his hands on you. And speak words of blessings over your life. Hallelujah. So you make sure that these are things that are pillars in your life. Praise the name of the Lord. Pillars in your life. You are starting a business. Go and collect a hand. Huh? You understand what I'm talking about? And what, don't say I'm starting to believe. Let me see what man of God can lay hands. Man of God, I'm starting to play on me. And nothing will happen. Huh. Hallelujah. See, God sets men up there, and He does that through men. The blessing. See, God said, "You." God told the, God told Moses, "Tell Aaron that He will bless the children of Israel, saying." So the blessing of God for Israel was in the mouth of Aaron. Okay, it was in the mouth of Aaron. A man. It was in his mouth. Don't let these things pass you by. Yeah. And one day I, I spoke to the man of God. I said, Papa, please, this meeting, I want hands to be laid on me for this particular matter. They say, okay, well, no problem. I mean, why? You know, he will do like you know, not do. But I mean when, that day when I'm coming, while I'm coming, you will feel to lay hands on
1: me. And uh, there are there
0: are there are attitudes that uh, a tree laying on of hands ever. Oh sorry, what you walk when you come when me. Praise the Lord. Oh Praise the Lord, chef you know, and all of that, you're looking all sick, all this thing. Who is going to lay hands on you? You don't merit it. You are not ready. You don't merit it. Because when you are coming to collect hands, you come with exuberance. You come with some level of joy, some level of expectation. You don't can say, I'm going to receive handle. (laughs) No. Hallelujah. I believe in the ministry of laying on hands. Impartations come through that. Blessings come through that wisdom for leadership comes through that. Hallelujah. Oh, in the name of Jesus. You will not be stranded. I said, you you will not be stranded. You will not be stranded. And, And you know why you are not going to be stranded? Because hands will be laid on you. Spirit of leadership. Spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of leadership will come upon you. Hallelujah. The spirit of healing will come upon you. Spirit of grace will come upon you. Spirit of prosperity will come upon you. As I lay hands on you. In the name of Jesus. And as you also lay hands on the sick, they will recover. They will recover in the name of Jesus. You are going to lift up your voice as we close. In the next five minutes, speak in some dangerous tongues, some dangerous tongues, some dangerous tongues. Shandala Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. My hands are powerful. My hands are powerful. Oh, Come on. Come on. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. How I love calling your name. Oh, no. Pray, 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 pray. Pray, kala baba bashaya shata la baba baba ray ke tete le ke tete le bashaya ray ke tele bo shabarabaya ikore o regede le o ray o Yes, 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 As hands are laid on me, the spirit of leadership. Oh, reke satire. The spirit of healing. Shabarabadea. Oh, Shandala Baba Baba Satana Bahaya Shandala Baba Baba Kada Oh, in the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We thank you, Father, for the word of God. And we receive instructions, Lord. I especially receive instructions in this series to lay hands specifically on things, for the purpose of things you want to do in the lives of your people. I pray in the name of Jesus that I will not be ignorant of any of them, that hands will be laid for special reasons in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah.